got it. Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers, your statistics and sports podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joshua Tracing. I am one of your hosts, Corbin Keller. And welcome to the show. It is uh, September 22nd, quarter to six o'clock here on the East Coast. And that means, folks, that the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Toronto Blue Jays are facing off for, um, sorry, in the, I guess, mid-afternoon game for what has some rather severe consequences for the state of the American League wildcard um, spots. And we've mentioned it several times, and honestly, we're probably going to keep bringing it up every episode until it is fully decided, because this is just fucking way too fascinating. Um, and that is that, as it stands today, it is still a very tight race for who gets that spot, um, which is shocking considering how poorly the Yankees have played. Um, but the Yankees are six and four in the last 10 and Boston and Toronto are both seven and three. As it stands right now, Boston is a game and a half above Toronto in the standings and the Yankees are only half a game back. So that means that if Toronto win loses this game, I should say, they will be tied with the Yankees for a wild card spot. And if the Yankees go on to win their game, which starts about an hour and a half from the time you're listening to this podcast or the time that we're recording this podcast, I should say, um, the Yankees will once again own a playoff spot, which really feels very improbable because of how they had been playing for the entire month of September. It's quite the tight race, and my goodness, I can't remember the last time it was this active and you know variable with so many teams involved. Mostly because I have a goldfish memory, but hey, that's what counts, right? Also, this just this late in the season, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we've seen a bunch of, uh, you know, maybe mid August or early, or definitely early August. Um, ties for wildcard spots where it's like, who's going to pull away in the next month and a half or down the stretch or whatever. And you look at it and it's like, yeah, I mean, all right. And someone's going to like, I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck. Uh, and this really came about maybe, maybe two weeks ago, like during September when Toronto really went on their run and the Yankees fell off after theirs and entered us into the situation that we're in now. Um, obviously Oakland and Seattle are still kind of there, but, I think they're probably not long for this playoff race since um, I don't know where their wins would come from because in for them to take over, let's say Toronto, since they're actually in a playoff spot, uh, Toronto would have to lose at least three net games and Oakland would have to win them. The problem is, is that the, Toronto Blue Jays have to play teams like the Yankees, which means that if the Toronto Blue Jays, let's say, lost three games and all three were to the Yankees, well, then the net loss for teams ahead of Oakland in the wildcard standings wasn't really there because they kind of just transferred from one AL team to the other AL team and doesn't really serve Oakland or Seattle much. So while I guess technically they are still in it because they have not been mathematically eliminated, they probably would be pretty soon is my guess. But anywho, um, I I can't think of a time that this didn't happen. There are 10 games left in the season. 
Like that's how close we are to the end here. There's the same amount of games left in the college football season. How's that? Uh, gross and disgusting. <laughs> um, what are your I predictions? Mean, huh? What, what's your prediction for how it plays out? So I was actually, uh, I had a, a slight bit of time and a little more curiosity today at work about what it would have to take for this to have for like the Yankees to overtake. And the problem is, is it, it would take a lot again, because of the same thing I just described with the whole Oakland and um, Toronto situation. So like, mm-hmm. all right, let's say that your hope is to pass Toronto. All right. Well, that means that they're going to have to lose a lot of games and they might have to end up losing games to teams like Boston. Now, if you catch Boston or not, it doesn't really matter. You get into the playoffs either way. If you take the wild card two spot. Um, but it, might be more challenging you because you might not have the same but like so boston loses its game to toronto it does you no good because toronto's mm-hmm. still ahead of you and then you have to still catch up to boston anyway so their best chance would be for toronto to lose to uh, to lose to boston and just hope that i guess boston run runs a train on them in their series and kind of the way everyone's treating tampa right now you know like you've got probably 99 percent of yankees fans rooting for tampa bay in this uh raise jays game because you need the Rays are going to win the division no matter what, and you need the um, the loss on, on 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 Toronto's side. So it would uh, it would take a whole fuck ton of wins. We'll start with that um, against not great opponents, but some pretty damn good ones, especially with that final closing series against Tampa, which I bought tickets to. I have a ticket. I have two tickets to the last game of the Yankee season on October 3rd. And I bought them after they went on like uh, their really shitty run after the good one. And I was like, ah, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to go see a baseball game. Like, this probably won't mean anything. It might come down to that game now. Like, that is is 10% of the remaining games I'm going to. Um, that's that's a great statistic right there that's exactly why numbers are meaningless oh yeah, yeah. so my, all right actual prediction i think the standings you see today are probably what i'm a pessimist at heart from years of being a jets fan so my pessimistic take is that the yankees will not make the postseason um giving the opportunity for the yankees to do something meaningful in a 10 game stretch has been something we've said all season for uh the Yankees to only disappoint <laughs> time and again. So I don't know why you it would be any different here. 27 world championships. I'm talking about this season, Corwin. Yeah, Not but the New time. York Yankees time and time again. You can't say time and time again with the Yankees. I that said phrase this is the season. only one not allowed. Yeah, time but, and again then this say, season. but then you say time and time again. The, still implicative of this year, not all time. Obviously, Don't does not refer to like the You can't just throw 10 letters at me and assume I'm going to know them all in that order. Come on. Fuck your shit up and scrabble, boy. I am, I am not bad at scrabble. I am fucking horrible at boggle. Oof. Oh, dude. When I play against my mother, we have to, anybody who plays against my mother, we have to give her um, like a 40 point handicap and she really? still wins. Yeah, dude, it's it's fucking disgusting. Your mother does strike me as that person who is just rain man when it comes to like Scrabble. And dude, she words. is a fucking word bird. Like, well, when we play, it's like, all right, I have to try to make it to 30 before you make it to 75 and she'll still win. 
It's it's ridiculous. Isn't it the most satisfying thing in the world when you beat your parents who are very good at a certain game at said game? Oh, sure. I beat my dad at Risk. I beat my mother at Scrabble. I beat my grandparents at Scrabble. I will never beat my mother at Boggle. It has it has never happened, and it absolutely will never happen. My dad my family is doesn't di- play with her anymore. <laughs> I'm the only one that even plays with her anymore. We won't play like standard board games with my dad because he's just in. We'll get into it. But he is a heart addict like he'll play two or three games of hearts on his computer every day like he'll play one at lunch he'll play one before dinner and then usually one right before bed just plays hearts non-stop and i still have saved the scorecard we kept the little piece of paper where we wrote down the tally of all the points that we scored saved from the first time i beat him at hearts i love it mm. i remember um the one time the first time i thought i was gonna beat my dad at hearts and then he uh, he neglected to tell us at any point during our childhood until it became convenient that you can shoot the moon in hearts. Mm-hmm. And we were like, I'm smoking this bitch. And then he was like, guess what? Hidden rule. And we're like, fuck you. I'm nine. Why would I have known this? Just imagining my nine year old self just being told, ha, huh, I did the exact opposite of what everyone else has been trying to do all game. So now I'm giving everyone else 26 points. Or taking 26 away from it. Absolutely like a, sounds like something. Magical. Somebody uh, made up on the spot because they got really salty. Yep. But that's the exact reason why we don't play board games with <laughs> no, my dad. I won. I won. I got all. No, no. I don't have 26 of these points. They just didn't happen. But my dad will I, do the I, same I, thing I where he doesn't. To you. <laughs> Sorry. He doesn't ever explain the rules to a game until those rules come up. In anything, no matter how many times we've played it, he'll just be, you know, three quarters of the way through a game of Monopoly and be like, no, you don't get you don't get the uh, free parking. We're, we're not doing it that way. It's like we've been playing it that game that way in this game for three hours. And now you're just going to change the rules or come up with something else for why someone else, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. It's just yeah, it's, it's like the bulk rule. It's like, look, man, I've been doing this. I've been throwing this baseball the same way for 20 years. And now you're going to walk over here from third and tell me I did something crazy. And no one else saw it. No one knows what this is. You're just going to bust out this archaic rule, a bulk. It's anyway. the original baseball copy pasta. Ah, it is. It is a very good one. Um. Anyway, anyway, so back to back back to baseball, back to the standings. I am pessimistic about the Yankees odds. I guess. Yeah, I'll put it. Uh, I, 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 don't, I hate to be the guy who goes like at this point. I don't know. We'll see, because um, that's usually who I am as a person, because I know I can't predict anything and that the randomness of life will consume me at some point. Then I will be made to look like a fool. No one wants to end up on freezing cold takes on Twitter. No one wants to be that guy. I'd rather say nothing than be that than be that one of those screenshots. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm a coward <laughs> at heart. I'm a coward. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but no. Uh, it, it's tough to see at this point. Obviously, you can say like, oh, if the Yankees put everything together and they, they start hitting when they're pitching and they start pitching when they're hitting, they can do it. And it's like, well, yeah, fucking no shit. Every team in the world could win games if they did that. 
Um, obviously, the Yankees roster is very talented and underperforming all season. We all fucking know um, the problem is that they haven't really put it together for um, they in spurts. They put it together in spurts. This would be a spurt, but I wouldn't want to bank on that spurt. So I would say Red Sox and Blue Jays, but I'd be pretty fucking happy if the Blue Jays didn't make it. I gotta say. Yeah, I can't really disagree with you. I really just hate seeing the Red Sox succeed. It's one of those things where it's like, I just, I don't like them. I have no reason not to like them. I just don't like them. Um, But I think the Blue Jays do get in. Um, I think they sneak in there for that last spot. And I guess it's going to end up being the Red Sox just because their end of season schedule is the easiest. I mean, they have the tough matchup with the Yankees, but even if they get swept, I think there's still enough wins there for them to, to squeeze in. I think they'll be the wild card too, but yeah. So looking at how the Yankees have played, um, their batting splits for uh, by month, I guess I should say in April, March. So we have talked about TOPS plus before that's um, your own OPS plus against um, uh, you know, the, the split that we're looking at. There's also SOPS plus, which is how your split compares to the league. So I'll look, I want to use SOPS plus. Uh, so that's the one that we did last time that I got confused about. No, it was TOPS plus. Sure. Okay. It's all the same shit. Kind of. Like yeah. So in April, March, they were uh, 103 SOPS plus hitting team. So that's just means that they were 3% better than the league as a whole in the, in the months of April and March. May, they were 89. It's not great. June, 113. Wonderful. July, 91. Not great. August, 112. Wonderful. So far in September, they've been at 96, um, which by TOPS plus, which again is referential to yourself, is perfectly average. 100. So they're hitting mediocre, I guess one could say. Um, their pitching has stepped up in, in a, or sorry, stepped back, I should say, in a, in a pretty big way, though, which is what makes this a little bit troubling. So their SOPS plus of their pitching staff by month now, for pitching, it still displays it as batting stats on baseball reference. So you actually want uh, lower numbers instead of higher numbers because it means that the your opponents have been batting poorly against you is the way to think about it. Um, kind of like uh, ERA minus. So in April and March, the SOPS plus of the pitching staff was 80. So that's pretty good. In May, it was 84. That's, pre- that's, that's pretty good too. June, 105. All right, not ideal, whatever. Uh, July 74. That's fucking great. August 81. Also great. And so far in September, it's been 108, which is not that's it's the worst month of the season so far. Their uh, OPS allowed is 773. That's 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 rough. So, uh, you know, I, I have some more stats breaking out all the teams, but looking at just the Yankees, it's it's. You're hitting below average this month and you're pitching below average this month. And obviously this has been a really fucking rough month for the team, but I mean, why you should expect the complete turn on its head to making yourself all of a sudden good. I have no idea, you know? 
Yeah, I, like always, also have no idea. Um, you know what? Let's let's have some fun. Where do you think? So I just read you some numbers there. Where do you think the Yankees pitching staff lands in terms of ERA against uh, all of baseball for the month of September? Like placement wise. Twentieth. Uh no, twentieth would be whoa. Oh, I have it backwards. Okay, that makes more sense. I was gonna say, wow, that doesn't make any sense. All right. Um, in that case, close. Seventeenth. <laughs> twentieth would be the Mets. Uh in the month the of city, September. Right? Yeah, Kinda. right. In the month of September, the Yankees have a four four two ERA. And uh, the Mets, just because Corbin picked it, as a have a 4.58 ERA. Um, What's the Padres? Uh, do you want to hurt yourself? I, I mean, all right, I'm going to give you three teams. All right, the Padres are somewhere within these three teams, and I want you to guess where. All right, the, your teams are the Padres, the Rangers, and the Cubs. What order do you think these teams are, from 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 best to worst in ERA? These are not three teams uh, to be associated uh, Cubs, with. Rangers, Padres. Rangers. Padres, Cubs. Opposite. No, not opposite. Completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. Wrong all around. Uh, the Padres have the uh, 28th best ERA in baseball in the month of September. Another way of putting that is third worst. It is 563. It is um, really fucking bad. They have a negative 0.6 pitching war in the month of September. And uh, if you're wondering where that ranks, um, it's the worst, actually. It is dead last. It is below the Orioles. Now let's do offense. Sure, sure. So uh, Yankees 17th, and I guess while we're here, might as well. Padres uh, 28th in... um, ERA. So let's look at uh, WRC plus, unless you'd rather look at something different. I think probably the easiest thing to look at Um, Mm -hmm. in the month of September. Yankees are 16th in WRC plus sitting at a nice, tidy, even 100. So literally fucking average. How is the teams above them in the standings doing? Well, Toronto has the best WRC plus in baseball in the month of September so far. With a 145. Seven innings really helps that number. Really fucking does. And Boston is fourth in all of baseball in that time with a 121 team WRC plus in the month of September. So not looking great. Uh, Now, Corwin, where do you think your Padres are? I think they're dead last. They are not dead last. That would be the Angels. 73. Yikes. Yeah. With Shohei Otani, I know he hasn't been great the month of September in terms of batting where he was in like August, but still he's pretty fucking good. And 73 is okay. Uh, so no, th- not dead last. Complete tangent. Do you think if Shohei Otani just really continues to stumble through September and Vadi pushes to win the triple crown? No, no. not no. that you would, but do you think it would be a close match? No. Okay. I'm not. I'm not even going to Kanye and let you finish here. I absolutely not. Like, like no, no fucking chance. Like Otani could could walk out in the 
pitcher's mound tomorrow at Angel Stadium and say, America fucking blows. You're all horrible. My teammates are trash. My coaches are trash. All the, the owners are trash. All the writers are trash. I'm going back to Japan and you can shove every ounce of America right up your own ass. Fuck yourselves. Bye. And he would still win MVP. <laughs> and then the there would still be guys just sitting off in the stands like, wow, can you believe he pitches and hits and talks shit on America? This guy can do it all. He's got my that guy has a sub three ERA. <laughs> this guy books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, there's literally nothing he could do where people wouldn't give him the MVP barring like felonies. So yeah, I, I think, I think we can, wash your hands of that whole conversation now you have to answer Trevor Bauer would not even be the best pitcher who is kicked out of the league for a felony this year this season way to be Trevor Bauer you suck yeah go fuck yourself uh all right so they're not the worst in all baseball Eh, they're not great it's an 88 WRC plus which is 23rd in baseball in the month of September your Padres. Okay. Now, where's that put them in reference to the teams, uh, I guess, also vying for playoff spots? Well, it's actually one spot ahead of Cincinnati, who is 24th with an 87 WRC plus. Your real problem is St. Louis, who owns the 12th best WRC plus in the month of September with a 102, which isn't phenomenal, but it's a fuck lot better than the Padres are doing right now. And that's the problem. At this point, I don't even know if it's worth spending time talking about the race because I just don't see how the Padres can mentally turn it around. I didn't realize they were behind Philly now. They have been the worst team in baseball. They, They, like, mathematically have been the worst team in baseball over the past month, I would say. Wow. Yeah, it's been rough. Wow, wow, wow. That's fucking... I can't believe... No, obviously, I think you have to issue a small caveat that the Padres play in the National League West, whereas the Phillies play in the National League East, and ooh, boy, howdy, are those two very different divisions. Um, But, ooh, God, uh, that's bad. And, um, oh, yeah, how many wins... How many wins do you think the Padres have in the month of September? Five. 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 Oof. So they're five and 12, which is um, actually their, their lowest loss total since June. And they also lost 12 games. But in June, they also won 15. Mm. They were still hot at the start of June. Kind of. Yeah, baseball. All right. Well, well, yeah, we'll we'll get to these Padres in a in a moment because I wanted to at least they're not the Pirates. Oh, the Pirates have more wins than them in the month of September. So yeah, but Padres still have hope. They had expectations, which the Pirates actually blew past theirs. But yeah, I I want to save at least a little bit of of Padres talk because I I I have a whole thing for them. In like a minute. All right. So shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, I do that that well. eh. So 
the I want I want our uh, final record predictions 10 games out. And we'll this is something maybe we'll also do every time we record as, uh, you know, the number of games winnows away and we see how the performance of these teams actually goes. Um, so let's start with, uh, I guess, the Yankees. So their current record. Hold on. Is uh, 85 and 67. All right. And again, if you're listening to this tomorrow, which there's no way you could listen to it any earlier, that's uh, when the episode comes out. Um, then you know what happens with this game. We obviously don't, the one that they're playing tonight. But uh, so they are, like I said, uh, 85 and 67. They have one game against the Rangers, tonight's game, and then three against the Red Sox three against the Blue Jays, three against uh, Tampa Bay. Those are their remaining 10 games. What do you think their record is in their last 10 games? Um, I think they go four and six. Four and six. Okay. So, uh, quick, easy math. That would put them at 89 and 73. The Red Sox, in their 10 games remaining, they have a game tonight against the Mets. And then three games against the Yankees, three games against the Orioles, and then three games against the Washington Nationals. Um, Just a weird way to close out your season against a National League team. Feels like that shouldn't happen. Uh, But anyway, in their last 10 games, what do you think their record is? Their last 10? Oh, stupid. Um, Six and four. Okay. So with the Red Sox current record of 87 and 65, six and four would have them at 93 and 69. So we're at the Yankees with 89 wins, the Red Sox with 93 wins. Finally, that gives us the Blue Jays, who in their final 10 games, uh, actually, they have 11 games remaining. Um, (gasps) Their game against the Rays, which actually, no, they have 10 games remaining. They're losing this game against the Rays. It's happening right now. It's, it's, it's not going to go well so in their last 10 games they have four games against the twins three games against the yankees and three games against the orioles in their last 10 games how do you think they fare i think they go seven and three all right well with their current record of what will be 85 and 67 the same record as the yankees right now because again there's no way toronto's winning this game i keep saying that and watch as they pull off some weird 10 run ninth who fucking knows um going seven and three would put them at 92 and 69 which would be um or sorry 92 and 70 which put them one game behind the red sox um and that would put them three games above the yankees uh in the standings so i think those are probably pretty fair i might actually go so far as to say the yankees would could reasonably go six and four in their remaining games. Uh, Cause if they did that, they would still miss the wild card, um, which would feel realistic to me since, um, you know, I, baseball. yeah, that that's really what I was, all I had baseball. baseball. What's hilarious though, is when we next record when we'll be recording on Saturday. So we'll miss part of the, the Red Sox series. So maybe the, even the episode after the, after the Red Sox series, this is how stupid this game is. So let's say the Yankees win tonight. All right. Just for the sake of, of, of math. Um, so that's 86 wins and Boston's playing tonight. Let's uh, 
Fuck it. Let's say they win two. That's that's 86 wins for the Yankees, 88 wins for the, for the Red Sox. If the Yankees go into Boston, which I'm not saying they will, and sweep, they own the wild card one, essentially, depending on what Toronto does, um, because that would give them uh, 89 wins to Boston's 88, and the loss column would match up accordingly because they have the same number of games played. That's how that's how ridiculously close this this um, conversation is like one single series sweep, which when it happened to against the Yankees um, several times earlier this season, you go, well, that fucking blows. But whatever, it's, uh, you know, April or who cares? But now, I mean, if the Yankees were to go into Boston and sweep, which, again, absolutely not saying they were those two teams have had very different trajectories for the month of September. They'd be the wild card one, whereas Corin and I are talking about them scraping up a possibility of even making it in the first place. It is going to be a wild, wild next couple of weeks. I concur. All right. So uh, let's talk about these Padres, because I think we've exhausted the um, and I'll never get tired of talking about it, but I think we've momentarily exhausted the conversation on uh, the AL East wildcard standings. So, Corwin, shall we talk about the Padres? I suppose. Because, and there's going to be so much fodder for articles and think pieces about this come the offseason. We know it's coming um, because there's never been a team that was hyped up more that started off so strong and then finished so poorly. This is not the same case as the Cleveland Browns, where for, you know, it seemed like every offseason for three offseasons or four offseasons, there would be some type of they're turning it around type of thing, only for them to fall flat in their face, you know, week four. The Padres were actually very well positioned for a playoff spot before they ultimately fell to complete fucking ruin uh, at some point during the season. So this will obviously become a larger conversation post-mortem. But just for a, a glance at how we kind of got here, I figured maybe we could go month to month by batting and pitching stats and just kind of take a peek at how their performance shifted. Um, we're not going to have a good answer as to why yet. That'll come later. But we can at least take a look at the the what, I suppose. So uh, <laughs> you ready to get into it? Not really, but yes. All right, so we're starting off at the top, March, April. All right, they combine those on uh, all your favorite stats sites because it's easy because March doesn't have a lot of games. No one gives a shit. Um, March and April, Padres, they got you Darvish. They got Blake Snell, two of the biggest acquisitions of the offseason. Where do you think they stand in the ERA standings for the early uh, Joe Musgrove's no-hitter helps. I'll say they're top five. Literally number one. Yeah. Best ERA in all of baseball in the month of, well, the months, I guess, of March and April. A 287 ERA, 4.4 war for the month. The team went 11, uh, 15 and 12 in terms of decisions, not in terms of record, because um, these are pitching stats, with 11 saves, 245 innings pitched. Uh, a K per nine of 11.17, a walks per nine of 2.9, um, a home run to fly ball ratio of 14. There's more stats. 
But yeah, I mean, just a ridiculously, ridiculously good. And, you know, their FIP was 3.47, which is obviously higher than their ERA, but it's still a very fucking good FIP. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they were crazy mm-hmm. outperforming. Like they, that was That's good. Now let's turn it over to the offensive side for those uh, early months. And what's your impression of the early Padres offense? Uh, started very slow. Which a lot of yeah. teams do. Uh, I mean, so the Padres are the 13th best offense in the month of okay, uh, April. Well. Oh, I mean, it, but with a 93 WRC plus. Okay. Fair the problem is um, if you had an average WRC plus of 100, you were tied for sixth best offense. So, yeah. That's a stats are weird sometimes. Whew. Well, and don't forget we had two no hitters in this month, like three. Seven? Like it was a crazy month for uh, lack of offense. Um, shout outs to the Detroit Tigers with the worst WRC plus in the month of April. Um, 63. Oh, let's also see the worst ERA in the month of April. Um, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, 5.19. All right. That's really bad, but also very much uh, in line with what I would expect out of the Angels. On brand. Yeah. Definitely on brand. All right. So let's take it into the month of May. All right. A little bit more into the season. People are getting their bearings. The San Diego Padres keep fucking rolling with their ERA. They drop one spot in terms of overall performance, but actually dropped down their ERA going from a 2.87 to a 2.69 in the month of May. Um, They lose one spot to the Chicago Cubs of all fucking teams with a 2.52 team ERA. Um, But the pitching keeps fucking rolling. Decision-wise, 19-9, collected nine saves through 251.1 innings. Really, you know, did their fucking work. Uh, and the offense, uh, where did the Padres offense go? I just had it. Fuck me. Oh, sorry. There he is. Starts picking up both in terms of WRC, raw WRC plus by the numbers and in terms of their standings. They go up um, from the 13th spot to the 11th spot, increasing their WRC plus from 93 up to 99. So still below average as it will shake out, but altogether starting to pick up some of the pieces there. Yes, picking up the pieces of our lives. Uh-huh. Pick up the pieces. Uh-huh. Um, for some average white band for you. Uh, and in the month of May, they, as a team, went 19. Oh, actually, maybe it's not decisions. Maybe it is just the raw record. All right, we'll go roll with that then. 19-9, the month of May. It's pretty fucking good. It's a very good record. Yes, it is. All right, so let's get it rolling. The last month of the first half of the season, that is June. And um, by this point, by the end of this month, the sticky stuff, substance stuff ban will be in effect. So we're getting a little bit of that, but not too much. And this is probably where we can pinpoint the Padres ultimate demise. So they go from the month of May, a 2.69 ERA. Corbin, do you have any impression of where their ERA would end up in the month of June? Um, what was it in, uh, in May? 2.69. I'll say 3.4. 4.23. Holy moly. Now it might go slightly unnoticed because they picked up 
uh, 15 wins in the month on the back of 12 losses. They had nine saves. Um, their strikeouts were way down. They, um, the strikeouts per nine went to 9.5, whereas the previous month, it was, I, well, I guess 9.6, but you know, you see those strikeouts from the month of uh, March at 11.7, 11.17, uh, and you go, well, fuck. But um, yeah, yeah, that four ERA is bad. And it drops them yes, down from having the second best ERA in, in baseball by the month down to 14th best ERA in baseball in, um, in the month of June. So middle of the road, you could at least say to yourself, but obviously far from ideal. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if we think about the Padres batting though, in that month, it's, it's still getting better, which covers up for a lot of what the pitching is doing. And to a certain extent, as your batting gets better, you might see some shakier pitching stats because if you start if you start off a game mm-hmm. eight nothing after two, well, if that holds after five six innings, you're not bringing in good relievers. You know you're bringing in slop, and so you might win some games eight to five that look like maybe they were close when in reality it never really was, and you let some random reliever that you're trying out or you didn't want to use a good guy, go out there, give up three runs and figure some shit out for a while, you know? So it might, it might go relatively unnoticed. So in that month, sorry, I don't think I actually ever said it. uh, The Padres as a team batted to the tune of a one Oh nine WRC plus now walking over 10% of the time, 10.1% of the time to be precise. Um, They had 43 home runs, which is just a fucking ton. Uh, Like they, they, they killed it. Right. So Mm -hmm. you head into the sticky stuff ban, the substance ban uh, with a relatively mixed bag, but all together, I wouldn't think you're afraid at this point. Right. Do you recall your June feeling of the Padres? You're probably still rolling high. Yeah. I mean, I'm still fully believing that, you know, they're going to be fighting the Dodgers for the conference lead or for, you know, all of baseball lead rather than what had happened with you know the giants and everyone else right uh all right so now we're in july yes we are all-star game has come and gone this month and the giants are clearly for real as they have not lost a step uh the dodgers of course are also proving to be exactly who they should be and are they have not lost a step and the Padres situation seems to be worsening by the day. Uh, they finished the month with the 20th best ERA in baseball. Really falling off a cliff here. Um, as their team ERA falls down to 4.78. I guess rises to 4.78, however you want to think about it in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, which is raising a lot of eyebrows, especially because it's not. September where you can maybe say people are tired out. It's it's July. There is a lot of season left. Mm-hmm. Now the Padres offense is still doing some relatively good work here. They finished ninth in WRC plus for the month of July with a one Oh nine WRC plus. They're still walking a whole bunch and 
they're hitting a lot fewer home runs, only 30 in the month as compared to the 43 they hit the month prior. But um, home runs seem to be generally down for the league at this point for this month, for whatever reason. So maybe you can forgive that a little bit. But by mm-hmm. the numbers, they're not doing horribly offensively. And when you look at the month of July on the record, or in terms of wins and losses, 11-14 record is you're going to have some losing months in a season it's going to happen so you, the differential of three all right you know is what it is but that differential of three means that for june and july combined uh you basically played 500 ball no not basically you played 500 ball you went 26 and 26 in those two months mm-hmm. and that is far from a win the division pace so that takes us yes, into august so, looking at August, Whoop. Corwin, <sighs> where are the Padres in the month of August for ERA? Uh, worst in baseball, 28th. Not worst in baseball. That will always and forever be the Baltimore Orioles with their uh, 7.43 team ERA in the month. The Padres basically hold steady. They finished 19th in baseball that uh, that month, 4.44 team ERA, um, which is bad, very bad. Uh, where are the teams they're chasing? You might wonder. Well, the Dodgers have the best team ERA in baseball that month, and the Giants have the second best team ERA in baseball in that month. So, uh, yeah, it, it's it's getting scary for the Padres for their division hopes, but maybe, maybe. You're hanging on to some, uh, you know, wild card hopes. You you kind of, you you must have foreseen at least a little bit of this because of how stacked this division is and all that shit. So the idea that you might be finishing in a wild card spot, well, kind of sucks. I mean, beating the Dodgers out for the division was a long shot that you were hoping for, but you knew was a sincere possibility you wouldn't get, right? Yes. Now, the uh, the real problem in that month, and I I I know it might be startling when I say the real problem because I just said that they had the nineteenth best or another way of putting that is the twelfth worst ERA in baseball, is the offense in the month of, of August, as they went from being a top ten offense to being twenty fifth in baseball by WRC plus eighty six. That puts them below the Texas Rangers, below the Miami Marlins, below the New York Mets, just one single point above the Kansas City Royals. It's ugly. Fucking ugly. And it shows somewhat in the standings, despite these bad numbers, the Padres do still manage to win 11 games. They lose 15, so now over this three-month stretch of June, July, August, they are in the whole four games. But all things considered, with this fall-off, only being four games in in a deficit maybe isn't the worst thing because that's truly tragic. Yeah. But that then brings us into September, which we we talked about a little bit right before we we started with all this, where in September and October – the Padres have the third worst ERA in baseball um, where they own that really, really beautiful 5.63 ERA. 
and um, they have the uh, 23rd worst WRC plus in baseball with 88. And that's been their real problem because in the month of September, again, five wins on 12 losses. And it's not even just that it's that the Cardinals decided they wanted to make the postseason and have been running for it. It's the fact that no one ever really pulled away in the uh, NL East and you have the Phillies on your back. And if the Phillies were to somehow pass the Braves, you have the Braves right there too. then. And uh, the fact that the Cincinnati never really went away, they climbed up pretty late on and managed to at least hang around and the Padres have lost ground and it's, Mm -hmm. It's been both fronts. Obviously, the pitching has gotten a lot of note because of their um, because of the sticky stuff ban, and it seems to time up very well. And so mm-hmm. you're going to get picked on a little bit for that. The offense ain't fucking there either, though, and that's probably the bigger problem with them right now. Uh, that's what I would say. Just because, at least with the pitching, you know it's because of injuries. With the hitting, it's just guys just giving up and seemingly just are completely out of it mentally. I mean, you've seen it in the dugout. You've seen it on the field. Like, it just is seemingly over for the Padres this season, which, by all means, that's not the end of the world. But from a team standpoint, that is not not fun. You don't want to be seeing that kind of attitude. You know, it's because you know because it, it translates to the stat sheet, man. Yeah, that's the fucking shit of it, and it's so incredibly difficult going into an off season mm-hmm. to know what to prioritize more. And I think everyone's gut reaction would be pitching, and we've talked about it many times on the show. You can never stop improving your pitching. I mean, never. There's never going to be a point where you go, do we have too much pitching? It'll never happen. But if the offense also isn't there, and yeah, we can say that, you know, Eric Hosmer is a black hole of success. Um, He's just bad. Um, And and, um, you've been, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. got hurt for a while. and You know, you're seeing some uh, side effects of, of that maybe and uh, who else has been bad Victor Caratini's not good uh, Jerkson Profar and Hassan Kim have been bad Adam Frazier turned into a pumpkin once he showed up here um, you know there's a lot I don't of know those if you guys. mentioned Aaron Nola but he just hit his second home run of the season not oh great. Austin Nola yeah yeah Aaron Nola is the pitcher in Philadelphia yes he friend. is yes he is he throws the baseball and has not he hit does. the baseball. Well, Austin Nola throws the baseball now and again. Back not... to the guy who really throws the baseball. Yeah. Yeah. He overhand tosses the baseball. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I see. Man, the, the home run count for people on this team not named Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado is pretty shocking. Um, there is one other 20 home run hitter, and that is Jake Cronenworth, and then it's nobody else. Um, Not what I would have expected out of the season. Hosmer has 11. Tommy Pham is 15. Grisham has 14. Myers has 17. No one else is double digits. God. Yeah. So there's seven guys on the team with double digit home runs, and that that's it. 
Oh, God, the Padres, man. I'm so excited for next year, but oof, it's going to be hard watching playoff baseball this year. Oh, yeah. Like, the Yankees, for all of their, their woes this season, which includes offensive woes, they at least have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys with double-digit home runs. Um, Brett Gardner, who is one shy from hitting his double-digit mark, uh, Urshela three away, which would be fun, um, but I wouldn't count on it. Sorry, not Urshela, Gleyber Torres, um, which would be fun, but I'm not counting on it. But, man, the Padres need more out of those guys. Yeah. As I'm saying, it might be tough to know exactly where to go on that front in the offseason because you have a lot of big contracts um, again, looking at you, which is why, again, I can't mm. believe they didn't move Hosmer at the offseason or that the uh, trade deadline. I think a lot of it had to do with not being willing to give up some of the premier prospects that we do have that are going to be, you know, major players. Right. I mean, that's the whole reason three. they didn't do it, but they right. should have. They probably should have. Uh, Short term, long term, I don't want to answer that or attempt to. So it's 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 going to be very interesting what the Padres choose to address in the offseason. Again, obviously, it is very, very fair and just to say pitching. It will always be fair. Um, it might also be interesting because, you know, you Darvish has been just awful as of late. And he's also slowly getting old. And man, that's fucking weird. Um, since he's now 35 and it's like, well, you maybe need a backup plan of starting pitcher and the bullpen's rough and. Um, Chris Paddock still looks like he hasn't really figured it out. Um, so there'd probably be some of that. And then it's like, what do you want to do with this offense, man? Um, of the three highest paid offensive players on the team, one of them is a fucking awful ball player. <laughs> and the other two are great, <laughs> but one of them is uh, really, really bad. I'm honestly not too worried about the offense coming back next year. I feel like they'll be able to come back regain at least some of their form um, and still perform well. The concern for me is God can pitching improve and can they stay healthy? Health is the biggest thing, even if they're not how they were starting this season. I think if they're healthy, that can do enough. We'll see, man. We'll see. Um, I guess that's really it. We'll see how their their season finishes up, but they are now uh, three teams removed from a playoff spot. So I I hate to issue a uh, death sentence right right now, but it seems remarkably unlikely. Uh, they are five wins back, five games back entirely, actually, of the uh, Cardinals. And ooh, with ten games, that is. Uh, Possible. That's very, straight up very, impossible. Fu- very yeah. fucking unlikely. Yeah. I mean, I, I said there was no chance Oakland would fucking get it, and they're two and a half games back now that the now that the Blue Jays officially lost, we can say, and their record is identical to the Yankees at 85 and 67. Oh, actually, technically that the Yankees, I I guess for tiebreaker reasons, are in the wild card two spot, which I didn't realize would happen. Um, so that's interesting. We'll see mm-hmm. what they do with uh with that information and knowledge tonight. Um, in a short 40 minutes, see if they put it together. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, Corbin, you got anything else before we, uh, before we sign off? Um, it'll be exciting to see two rookie quarterbacks take the field for the first time this season. Uh, oh, for wow, careers. Right. Yeah. Totally forgot. Uh, Justin Fields finally taken over for Andy Dalton and the bears finally, because it's been a, a clear choice line. since the start of training. None course. of us saw coming. Yeah, no, no kidding. One, no one knew thought this would this day would ever come. So it's going to be exciting to see that. I'm looking forward to it. But at the end of the day, the biggest storyline is Davis Mills is getting his first start in the NFL. And my goodness, I am excited to see that man take the world by storm. What college is he from? Uh, Cal. California. Yeah, I think it's Cal. I'm genuinely shocked you didn't have this like nope, on Stanford. Deck. The, fuck the other California team. Ah, uh, yes, California, notable for having but two colleges. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how the the Texans perform. Who are two and oh, one and one. Fuck. What's the Texans record right now? Uh, two and oh, one and two, one and one. Man, they're definitely not one and two. It is week three. Yes, it is. Shut up. <laughs> um, hold on. I promise we like this sport. Uh, I do at least. Fuck you. I like this sport too. I'm not uh, saying you. Okay. All right. One and one. They are one and one. Yeah. So it'll be interesting in seeing how they perform because uh, this is a, it's been a big change for the Texans in terms of um, personnel and the coaching staff recently. So and it seems to be doing well. Not that Tyrod Taylor is like some piece of slop quarterback that they're trotting out there who just happens to be winning shit. Like he is, he's earned every starting job he's ever gotten. But, uh, it, it, I don't think anyone projected them to even collect this first win as early as they did. So, yeah, literally. So it'll be very interesting to see how Davis Mills does also considering the fact that the Texans, I'm not saying they're going to make the fucking playoffs, but they're definitely play, playing at a higher level than I think anybody thought they would coming out of the gate. Uh, there goes my prediction. One down, nine to go. That's the spirit. All right. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to Justin Fields. It, it, it's a thing we all saw coming, but we're all still happy to actually see it be official. Could it describe it better myself? Yep. Yep. Sometimes good news that you expect is still worth celebrating. So there you go. Yeah. Astute. Let's get us. Let's get. Take us away. <laughs> take me from this place. Daddy, I'm scared. Uh, all right. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at Choosing Bot. If you like to follow Corbin on Twitter, you can do so at Corbin Hell. If you like to follow myself on Twitter, you can do so at Joshua D. Tracy. If you like to send emails to the show, you can do so at JuicingTheNumbers at gmail.com. And until Monday, y'all have a good one. Bye.